Hello, friends. Welcome to number three in the Comedy Couch uh, podcast with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. This is the third time. It's the charm. Yeah, well, is that the t- oh, see, now you're raising the bar. Yeah, well, we're... It's our ovure. Yeah, exactly. It's our catalog. It's our back catalog. <laughs> um, I hope that you... I hope that our listeners have listened to podcast number one and podcast number two. Because they won't be able to follow this if, if they haven't. Well, so. yeah. It's sort of like Anal Intruder 4. Yeah. If you haven't seen the... First three, whatever, just talk. I know. Well, we're going to talk about movies, speaking of movies, because it's um, Oscar season and Razzie season, and there's a lot of uh, movies out there that people are talking about. And you know what? I made my list of my favorite movies of, of 2008. Okay. I have it on a post. I don't have a list, because pretty much I like two movies, yeah. but go You ahead. have a list of the favorite movies you pirated in 2008. Well, we will we'll talk. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But go, I mean, you know, go ahead. Now, these are not the best movies, but these necessarily, these are the best times I had at the theater. Okay. Which should explain why Sex and the City, the movie's on there. Because I had a great time with that movie. Yeah, you went full faggot for that movie, didn't you? <laughs> Am I right? If I, did. Serves, I was I out did. of town. I did. I did. I was in Palm Springs with my friend Brett. Like, and I mean, you lost two cells I, I know. at that movie-going experience. Both I... Brett and I had boyfriends at the time that we no longer have. So, Hooray! Fuck you, Miranda and Carrie, <laughs> for that. But, um, yeah, and um, I cried four times in Sex and the City, the movie. <laughs> Four times. Did you? What did you see it? Did you like it? I didn't see it until like October, right? You know, or something. Like I missed the whole phenomenon, and um, I liked the movie very much when I did see it. That's good. Um, and I thought that it really stood up to all the hype after the whole summer had gone right? by and stuff. Um, it still is not worth the excruciating experience of sitting in a movie theater with the public. Right. I'm not well, willing to do that. Not even for, you know, SJP. It's not going to happen. Right. Well, I can't I – don't, I don't do good at watching movies at home. I get distracted. I don't focus on them. I don't have no. a full experience. So we're polar opposites of that in that yeah. way. Yeah, I it's hate – It's like you're Miley and I'm Hannah Montana. Well, the, I'm just what, being what? Miley. Yeah. Oh, I'm just <laughs> – I'm only being the Miley. What is See, that about? That was, she did the photo with her eyes oh, all slanty. Right, okay. And I was like, how do you do slanty eyes on a podcast? But I believe I'm going to figure it out. You distort when you do that. Do you notice that when you get racist, it distorts? Well, then we might as well turn this off because <laughs> it's going to be your solo podcast. That's right. With some distortion yeah, on the that's side. Right. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you when I cried. I cried in Sex and the City when Charlotte, when uh, Big stands carry up at the altar and they're getting in the car and Charlotte, Big tries to go to talk to Carrie and Charlotte's like, no. And she turns all fierce. Whatever. And I also cried. When Kim Cattrall's giving Carrie the soup in Mexico, because I know that Kim Cattrall was the holdout with the contracts, but somehow they all came together and she gave her soup. Jesus. I cried. Dennis. When Carrie went to visit Miranda. You care about this more than New Michael Year's Patrick Eve. King. No, I, and I cried when they had breakfast at the diner at the end. Because okay. that to me says friendship. Good, you know, a good diner food. And I think Michael Patrick King worked a miracle in that movie because he had so many things that he had to do, and he, I think it was really good. Although, yeah. Okay. That's all right. Fine. I'm all about it. Did you see Hamlet 2? No, but I, I bought it uh, in Chinatown uh, just yesterday. And okay, here now it is. we're going to get to it. Okay, break it. Where did you, I, get it? Where'd you buy it? Wow, I buy – look, I don't like to go to movie theaters okay. because the problem is that the public is there. Okay. And that's the thing that I hate most in life is the public and okay. dealing with them. All right. Um, because as I've said many times before, we're all God's children. Right. But some of you are assholes. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. So, um, so anyway, so I have a lady named Betty. Okay. Uh, or as she pronounces her name, Betty, and she stands at a certain place in Chinatown, 
And when I go for dim sum at Chinatown, then I go and see Betty and she has the movies the weekend that they come out and they're on DVDs and they are five movies for $20, but she knows me now. And so I even get more of a deal because I'll usually buy, you know, you buy, buy, by the pound, literally. I'll buy eight or 10 films when I go. Okay. And so, um, I'm looking through here and just yesterday I bought Hamlet too. Cause I'd never seen it. Yeah. Nick and Nora's infinite playlist, the women, which I hear is dreadful. Yeah. Wanted with fucking what's her name? Uh, Angelina Jolie, righteous kill De Niro and Pacino. I mean, the okay. list goes on and on rock and roll. Uh, right. I mean, so much twilight. I have to watch that cause it was a phenomenon. The kids were talking about it. And then, you know, I get all the kid movies for my niece because she's three. She doesn't right. know from illegal pirated whatever. The um, Sometimes there's a glitch with Betty because when I watch Gran Torino, right. which I love. That was one of my favorite movies last year. Yeah, it's a good movie. And it um, had Spanish subtitles on it. I don't mind that. I don't right. mind that. It works out to be like three dollars right. and ten cents a movie. I know why you love that movie because everything out of his mouth was racist. It was super racist, and I do think that Gran Torino. I didn't buy any scenes with the gang people. I feel like he that was when he was a super old white man as yeah. the director, yeah. like thinking that gang members speak one at a time and don't interrupt one another and speak in complete yeah. sentences and wouldn't have just shot him when he walked yeah. up on the car and then raped that girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. But aside from the sort of hokey the little the asian guy pounding on that weird screen door i like both of the young asian kids and i thought they were good in some scenes and dreadful in other but scenes but i kind of blame clint for that because i feel like he was awful in that bang he scene. let really shitty performances go i well, mean he maybe be, he was constipated he didn't have all the time in yeah. the world and so but i still i loved the movie and i really yeah. thought it's that a, it ended it, up it being worked. kind of you know, tender and sweet. Yeah, by it was the worth the forty-eight cents or whatever you. Spent exactly. On it. A couple movies that I hated, even though I paid uh, less yeah. than four dollars for them. Uh -huh. uh, Zach and Mary make a porno. I yeah. just thought it was stupid, and I thought it was should have been called Kevin Smith has a free weekend, right? Because it was really just like he had forty-eight hours and a couple of famous friends. Um, Vicky Cristina Barcelona is really kind of stuck in my craw because. Uh, what I liked and was not in a good way. No, I liked Javier Javier Bardem. I'd never seen him in a movie other than No Country for Old Men, and right. I liked that movie. Um, but he's not really got a lot of sex appeal in that role, and so right. I didn't ever. You know, people act like he really invented the erection, and so now after seeing him in this, I thought he was really, really sexy. And what I thought was fascinating was that he played magnetic, and as an actor. To play, I'm going to make everyone come to me is sort of like, well, how do you play that? Like, you need to be playing something that is active. And yeah. he was like completely reactive. And yet yeah. it really, really works. So yeah, I it's like you either got it or you don't kind of. That was really quality. fascinating. Um, Scarlett Johansson, I just don't get. I, don't I, never, have... I never got her and then I got her in that. Yeah, I, I don't have a beef with her. But I didn't – I don't think yeah. she's – I mean she's bee-stung-lipped. But right. beyond that, I don't really get don't what get the it. magic is. Yeah, I feel like Hillary Duff must look at her and go, what What the fuck? Yeah. I'm just as good. Seriously. Why did they decide – And I got Faye Dunaway on my ass. Yeah. <laughs> Why did they decide Scarlett Johansson is the one they're And she let gets in? Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. It's an so, unfair world. I know. And, but world. Woody Allen – 
really that was some, there was something slapdash about that movie like the narrator was clearly somebody doing a scratch track in the studio yeah. and he's like fuck it I gotta make a movie a year let's just keep that exactly that was like we were gonna fix that later and we didn't yeah Cadillac Records we watched um, just last night the theater. and it really was Not like the worst BET movie of the week yeah. that you've ever seen like it literally looks like it cost about six dollars every time they went outside I went oh it's a lovely day on the back lot because yeah. you never believe they were really on a real street and then this one I bought I don't know if you've heard of it it's stars Tom Cruise yeah and he's in a uh, a, a military uniform and he yeah. has an eye patch uh, this version that I bought is called Operation Valkyrie yeah okay and uh, I said well is this related to Valkyrie which yeah. is in theaters now and I was assured what did Betty tell you well this I didn't patches. get from Betty this I didn't get from Betty that'll, Betty that'll didn't learn, have yeah. this okay. and so on the way to the car we saw another DVD fella yeah and so I bought two movies from him. I bought Operation Valkyrie. Yeah. And I said to him, now this is – because Betty gets all these screener copies or like – they're pristine, perfect copies. Right. Um, sometimes, once or twice, they've had Spanish subtitles on okay. them, which you can't remove. But that's, you know, not a bother. Yeah. But they're perfect. They're crystal clear, perfect sound. DVD extras, the whole deal. Um, I said to this fella that I bought Operation Valkyrie from, is now is this – a video camera in the movie theater and he was like oh no no he's perfecto he's perfecto and i would just like to say to him because i'm sure he's a, a lover of the comedy couch fuck you <laughs> because it was not perfecto it was a handy cam it was like a phone cam yeah. or something wow. and it was all shaky and somebody kept walking in and so then all of a sudden it would just go black because the person would have to put the camera down yeah and you would still hear so that one i'm gonna have to you know, get from Betty. You're going to have to take that. Okay, well, does <coughs> Betty have a pi uh, parrot on her shoulder and a peg leg? Or no. say ahoy matey when you um, come up to Why, her? Why, because she's such a pirate? Yes, because she's a pirate and I think you're a pirate. I don't approve of it. This is how I defend myself with my industry friends yeah. that get all uppity. Like me, for example. I yeah, won't watch you're right. You know what it is? My pirating really is what's standing between the way of you and your beach house. It's true. So it's I apologize. True. That's why it is. Um, no, these were all movies that I wasn't going to pay to go see in a movie theater anyway. Yeah. And you know, because we've lived here for 15 years, have, you, have I ever bought a DVD of anything? I don't think so. The only DVD I've ever bought was Waiting for Guffman. Right. Which is like my favorite movie of all time. That's right. it. I've never bought another DVD. So... I figure this is – I'm still participating in the movie industry. I'm helping these films because a movie that I really like, I will then talk about as a really great movie. So I would have never even gone to see The House Bunny. But now it's like – But after like get watching PR. Betty's $4 copy, I'm telling my yeah. friends, you need to really rent this. It's actually really charming and really funny, and I really like Anna Faris. She was – yeah, smarter and sexier than she needed to be for that role, and I love it. So that's just an example of me uh, being part of the PR machine, yeah. thanks to Betty. So I feel like I'm part of the solution, not part of the problem. Suck it! All right. Well, I just want to know where I. I want you to know where I stand. I drew a line. So okay, that's fine. All right. Well, you have to agree to disagree. That's right. <laughs> you want to hear some other shit on my list? Yes. Hamlet Two is very good. You'll like. I it. hear it's great. I had a fun time on that. Man on Wire, very riveting documentary. Okay, but it's just about a tightrope walker. Yeah, but he's fascinating. He walked across. The yeah, I know what he did. Yeah, all right. No. It's well, it's amazing how they did that. Okay, it was like a heist. It's like Ocean's Thirteen. I like the milk. I'm all. I'm into the milk. You know what? Um, our friend Tom overheard at a party that I can't stop repeating. No, I don't know. Our friend Tom, I'm so glad you didn't. Sh you didn't. Who is a this. bit of a curmudgeon? Yeah. Um, was at a gay 
Christmas party right. uh, here in Los Angeles, and he overheard someone say about the movie Milk, yeah. Sean Penn is playing the same exact character he did in I Am Sam, only this time he's a gay retard. And I kind of agree. Oh, I kind me. of agree. I don't agree. I like the movie Milk. I didn't love it. Okay. I thought I loved seeing Sean Penn sunshiny and happy because yeah. God knows we know that ain't the real case. So right. certainly it was some great acting, but it was a little cartoony. And I did think, you know, it didn't break my heart in the way that I had gone into it hoping that it would. But I also feel like it didn't, it wasn't trying so it was trying to be more uplifting than a tragedy even though his life there was a tragedy sure. to it they didn't milk it for yeah sadness. i think they made they, a conscious choice to keep it small and make it and hopeful. unfortunately they succeeded yeah i think it's dynamite i think it's good i've seen it twice mm-hmm. i think sean penn feels that character so deeply and when he's very excited and like he wins a victory and i he just as I he, love he it. drools a little like an i am sam loved it yeah all right that he's a little really tarted good. but yeah no but it's all good right. it's good Slumdog Millionaire, loved it. It was good. I, I, you know what? I really liked it, but I didn't love it. I don't right. understand what was so magical about it, except for the end credits. Yeah. When it was like, oh my god, it's Grease Three. But there was a pile of shit, Tony, and that's right in your wheelhouse. I like that scene. No, yeah. anything involved. I like the when the boy fell in the dookie. Yeah. That I, I did like, and yeah. I, you know, so whatever. I liked yeah. it, I, and that girl is so gorgeous. It, she it's is amazing. gorgeous. Frost Nixon. My favorite it. movie of the year. Yeah. I feel like that was my that was my favorite movie of the year. I feel like, again, that it, it was to Frank Langella to take on the role of Nixon and not have it be caricature and still super, super, you know, there were great laughs in that movie and yeah, a lot of really fuck you moments. Fun. And it was like watching a chess game and you really forget sort of what you know about Nixon and, you know, get a bunch of new information. I thought it was really fascinating. Yeah. I liked it. I'm a big fan of that writer, Peter Morgan, because he takes these historical situations and characters and makes them very human and immediate. Yeah. With little touches like the shoes and all that stuff. Loved it. Like the queen. He did the queen. You yeah. feel like you're, you know. Um, there was a movie called Reprise that was like a foreign German film that I was a fan of. German, yeah. Norway, something like that. Um, Happy Go Lucky. I loved it. It's the Mike Lee movie. You haven't seen it. Maybe haven't seen it. Talk to Betty. I'll ask Betty. If, I don't, Does I Betty don't know do Art House? I don't think so. I don't know if Betty's going to. Betty's not going to have that. Yeah, she hasn't yeah. plummeted that. Uh, she, you island. know what? I asked her if she had the Noah's Ark yeah. movie, and she had never heard of them. Jumping so, the broom? No, which breaks is sad. I, you know, I'm friends with those guys. Right. Still, I can't pay the ten bucks to go and really. And sit You're waiting it. for Betty to. When Betty has a, you know what? I'll get a screener. Yeah, that's what, I what it see is. It. No, I love those guys. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. Go ahead. There was a great movie called Let the Right One In that was like a Norwegian vampire movie that was, was that wasn't on Logo. No. Okay. And it's so cinematic and um, kind of Hitchcockian, and there are a number of scenes where I'm like, I can't believe what I'm seeing. It's so good. All right. It's a good thriller. It's good to know. Send it out to the I to also the liked uh, Frozen River and The Visitor. Yeah. I really, really want to see both of those. I uh, The Visitor, I know you have a screener of I here do. in the house. Frozen River. I got River, in a see. totally legitimate way. Oh, yeah. just because you're Writer's Guild yeah. and you're Braggy but McBraggerson. You know what movie I love that everyone hated and I kind of liked? And then I had to kind of take it off my consideration list because everyone hated it so much as Seven Pounds, the Will Smith movie. I yeah, I saw it. Again, I got it from Betty. Yeah. Funny story about Betty. It was only five pounds when Betty got it. Well, right? I got – it was seven pounds. seven pounds. I got all seven pounds. Okay. I think I paid again under $3 for it. Um, And when I was driving home, this was when I noticed – this was one of my first uh, purchases from Betty. And – 
Um, it's in a box, a DVD box and everything, but on the back cover. And these covers, you can't tell. They look just like the real. I mean, Dennis, you're looking at them. They look, right, they're but they're, totally real. Fil- they're not full on DVD boxes. They're just plastic sleeves. Now they're just in a plastic sleeve. But back like a month ago or something, seven pounds is actually in a box. But okay. anyway, at what what I fi- what I figured out they do is they just cut and paste pictures from another like related movie yeah. for the back. And that, so the text and stuff never has to do with the movie because there's no DVD of Seven right. Pounds yet. They don't have box art. Nobody's written so that shit yet. So I was – we were driving home from Chinatown and I'm reading the back of it. And it says, one of the roman- most romantic films of all time, Molly, to me more, uh, and her recently deceased boyfriend, Patrick Swayze, go to the, a psychic, so Whoopi Goldberg, to find out what seven he's Seven Pounds done. as Ghost? Yeah, one of the most romantic films of all time. Well, okay. First of all – Ghost is not one of the most romantic films yes, of all is. time. Not to me, but in the general, uh, you know. First of all, populace. Whoopi Goldberg's in it. That's true. Although she does say, Molly, you in danger, girl, which is a great movie line. That's good. But anyway, so yeah, that's some. That's the price you pay with Betty. Is yeah. you don't get, but I, we watched Seven Pounds. Knowing nothing about it, Right. I thought it was a perfectly fine way to spend an hour and a half. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. If I had gone into it with any kind of expectations, I would have been disappointed because it's kind of a dumb movie. I mean, it has you know huge plot holes in it, but whatever. Yeah, but I thought um, Rosario Dawson was good, and I, th- I for a movie that doesn't tell you very much, it really kind of keeps your interest. Sure, and that's right. That's all I'm saying. Better than that goddamn Revolutionary Road. Yeah, that was rough going. Ugh. I kind of nodded off in that that one. Well, the thing is, again, I saw it knowing nothing about it, so I yeah. enjoyed thinking it was going to be one thing, and then finding out it was going to be it totally becomes yeah. a different movie. Um, and I like that movie because in that movie, Kathy Bates has a neck, which I'm a fan of. I like her work whenever she has a neck. Do you think it's her choice or the director's choice? I don't know. But in The Day the Earth Stood Still, yeah. she literally had these Barbara Bush pearls just to indicate to the viewers I know this is a big summer tent pole picture, and I should have a neck, but I don't. So this is where it would have been if we could if we could CGI it maybe in post. Um, so I like her work when she has a neck. Okay, I thought that movie was. I liked the fights, but I thought that the I thought it should have been edgier. That subject matter should have been messy in terms of the photography and stuff, and it felt yeah. real and it was very stately and Sam Mendes. And but I, I loved, felt like it was a clash between the style and the kind. I of liked story. Kate Winslet in that much better than in the Reader. I was not a fan of the Reader. No, the Reader is a big stinker. It's a piece of shit, and the whole movie hinges on this one woman who has no problem killing a boatload of Jews, but won't admit one other small thing about herself that she finds more embarrassing than that. Yeah, that has to do with the title of the movie. That's yeah. what I didn't like about it. Is I didn't understand why people were doing what they were doing. Right. And I don't like movies. I, do, I mean, I can watch them. I don't hate them. But I, my philosophy is life is hard enough when you try. So when people are their own worst enemy in movies, yeah. I don't go on the ride with them. I hear you. What was that movie? It was a gay movie, and it had Ari Gross in it, and it was set in like the. It was very beautiful. Big Eden. Big Eden, right? Yeah, with so Tim was, Decay, right? Kind a of, wonderful, talented right. actor and a wonderful human being as well. So I just remember he's he, Ari Gross is the lead guy, and he's kind of neurotic and whatever. And there's this kind of hot um, Native American that was all over his shit and already right. be his. And the, the dude couldn't see it and couldn't right. get it, and he was his own thing. And I'm like, you know what? He found a man who was willing to literally send smoke signals <laughs> for him, and he still was but not. He's still he was still like, no, I'll pass. Away. Yeah, yeah, I can't. So I don't. It's hard. Life's hard enough when you try. Yeah, I know that's true. When, life's hard enough when you're up for it. <laughs> Hence, so I don't know. That's why I don't. That, the reader, you know what? Oops, sorry, I can't do something. I, whatever. Well, we need to wrap up our movie spectacular. Right. Alrighty. Is it already time? Well, well we're you know we're 19 minutes in. We should. Right. Uh, 
Well, we can talk. We, I've got my Razzie ballot. Maybe yeah. that's for the next podcast. Let's go podcast. over some of the. Okay. No, let's do it right now. Let's, let's go over some of the worst. Let's fill out your Razzie ballot. Okay. What, what do you have as nominees for uh, worst, worst picture of the year? The yeah, we'll just do the biggies. Worst picture of the year. It's got to have uh, Paris Hilton. Disaster movie and Meet the Spartans. It's kind of like okay. the same shit. Uh, the Happening, M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, I don't the see The Hottie and the Naughty, Paris Hilton. Yeah. Um, Uwe Bowles in the Name of the King, A Dungeon Siege Tale, and The Love Guru. Now, I feel oh, it's like gotta be Love Guru. Love Guru or The Happening. I like, didn't see any of those movies. Right. Turd. But I'm just so mad at Mike Myers yeah. for thinking that he, he, that would just be, oh, it's the same shit, different voice, they're gonna love yeah. it. No, we don't love it. I feel like The Love Guru was the biggest turd of the bunch. Because if Paris Hilton made a bad movie, it's like. It's a Paris Hilton movie. Yeah, what do you expect? It was probably every bit as good as you expect it to be. But yeah. Mike Myers is capable right. of being, yeah, funny. Here's what's interesting to me about The Love Guru. Justin Timberlake is involved in things that are sort of d- disasters, and he never gets any on him. The Super Bowl, Janet right. Jackson, he was right there with the nipple. Didn't yeah, get but any he on brought him. sexy back. He brought So, so, so you, get, a, you get a pass. How many, I think his... When you long, look that good in a Speedo... Up. It doesn't matter what you look that good in a speedo in. Is that what it? Yes, absolutely. He's, yeah, he's, he's a good sport. Hey, he's a likable guy. Yeah, God, no, you know he was mean to me. You know, know he put his hand right in my face. Yeah. I one time we ran into him the morning after the Grammy Awards, where he had won a bunch of Grammys, and uh, we were at a, a place called the Waffle here in L.A. And we happened the to be eating. Or the, yeah, the griddle. I'm sorry. And uh, we were eating with our friend Kate, who at the time was about. 14 years old and a big Justin Timberlake fan. And so um, he hadn't ordered any food yet. And so I walked over with her, uh, with Kate, and said, excuse me, Mr. Timberlake, I'm so sorry to bother you, but my friend Kate here is a really big fan. I'd love to get a picture of you two together. Do you mind? And he put his hand fully flexed right in my face, literally half an inch from my face, and said, I'm not doing that right now, man. Really in a really mean way. And I was so conflicted because part of me wanted to – Part of me wanted to lick his palm yeah. and then lay my cheek right, right. in his his great it's big that, it's this, the next hand, thing right? Spooning. But then the other part of me was afraid that he might make a fist with that hand and and you know punch me in the nose. Knock you out. So I slinked away with my tail between my legs and a fourteen year old girl uh, picking up my dignity. But you didn't turn on Timberlake. Totally. No, I'm still a fan. All right, you want to do worst actress? <laughs> yeah, that's always good. Mike Myers. Yeah, don't you love how Hillary Duff's throwing down with Faye Dunaway? I do love it, and I feel like fuck Faye Dunaway. Yeah. She's got a big bucket of crazy. Because yeah. I go to a lot of like... And she wears it as a hat. <laughs> I go to a lot of like... AFI presents the 25 years, and sometimes they're big Faye Dunaway movies, and she's never there. They don't want her to be they there. They don't want her to be there. Yeah, I think they don't invite her to those no, things. No, I don't think she, I don't think they do either. They like, I think it's literally like, shh, we got we're doing baby. a Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, don't, don't tell yeah. FD. Yeah, I feel like that's right? what it's like. Yeah. She's she's big bucket of crazy. Jessica Alba, The Eye, and The Love Guru. All the cast of the women... Cameron Diaz, What Happens in Vegas, Paris Hilton, Hottie and the Naughty, Kate Hudson, Fool's Gold, and My Best Friend's Girl. I'm going to vote for Kate Hudson. I hate Kate Hudson. I hate Kate Hudson, too. Because Kate she's Hudson. got she's got fucking comedy talent in her veins. She's capable yeah. of better. She just don't care. It's weird. I saw – I went to a little movie party at a friend's house the other night. We watched Private Benjamin, which I was a huge Goldie fan growing right. up. And I'm watching it going, she is so good. Mm-hmm. She's so good, and yet I hate Kate Hudson. Right. Like, I can't get behind Kate Hudson at all. What's going on there? Like, she – I don't know. Like, she just doesn't have it, or she kind of thinks she has it, and she's kind of breezed in. Something about her – she seems like the queen of the lucky club. Yeah, too. I'm not a Kate Hudson fan. No I, don't, I didn't – yeah. But the thing is, I do think that she actually could 
do better, and she just isn't. Whereas Cameron Diaz, it's not like she was ever good in anything. She's, she's just Cameron Diaz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just her. That's, you know, well, and she's don't act out... like what happens in Vegas is any worse than any other movie she's been in. Yeah, and she started out as a sex symbol and then surprised us by being fun and good. Like she, She's was... funny-ish. Yeah, but when she turned you up know, on the mask, she was supposed to be the She likes girl. to burp and fart, yeah. you know, and I... she can stay skinny. I guess that's the magic combination that of this town. It totally is. Ugh. I can't do either. Well, all so... right. Um, so, but yeah, but Kate Hudson and Kate Hudson never challenges herself. It seems like she's always taken dumb movies, you know, where she plays the girl. I also resent people, Kate Hudson, when she is, uh, you know, in good shape and clean and washes her hair and, and has makeup on. And when she smiles on camera and she just beams and the camera does love her. And then the other half of her life, you just see her all sort of dingy and hippie and sort of dirty looking. And I kind of resent that. I kind of feel like it wouldn't be that hard for you to sort of look good and sort of glow you know, most of the time. Yeah. And I, so I kind of resent, and it's not like she's doing a Charlize Theron monster where I'm disappearing into a yeah, role. Yeah, no, she's like, doing like Goldie Hippie Dippy. Yeah, she's just kind of an asshole. Yeah. Let's thank our sponsors. Okay. So this is the anti-asshole. Clean George. Yeah. Hand purifier. It is all natural, alcohol-free. Please go to cleangeorge.com. You can find out where to get this stuff. It comes in three different um, flavors. Well, they're scents, but I call them flavors. Right. Uh, I love the uh, lavender Love and Lavender, it's called, and it's it's great. It's totally alcohol. It's good for your hands, softens nice. your hands, and no bad, you know, antibacterial uh, stuff that is bad for the environment. Yeah, and we so. got VanityMark.com. It's a great line of cosmetics, mm-hmm. and it features Doctor Kiss, my favorite lip balm. Doctor Kiss. I have to say, I love it too. It's I good, just right? got one, and I love it too. So uh, you can always get in touch with us at TonyTripley.com or DennisHensley.com That's or right. TheComedyCouch at Gmail.com. That's right. Check it out. And Tell us about the listening. blog. We have a blog? Well, we don't. Blogspot? We, 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 uh, yeah, it's um, thecomedycouch.blogspot.com. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a little stuff there. All right, drop us a line. All Send right. us an idea. We'll talk about it on the podcast. And join us next time on The Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Triple. Bye. Bye.